Here we go, another episode of More Than Music. It's a great place to hang out and talk to you because we get to showcase some of the best, amazing Australian artists. And one of them that we had to fly all the way across Australia for is our gorgeous friend, Gorge. Yeah. I was going to say, Zanon, you look gorgeous today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Fred sent over some of his music and I just went, dude, this guy has got a really awesome sound and um, he's got a really good mindset, man. Like, having a chat to him, it's exactly what we're all about and we mentioned it in our Behind the Mic episode of More Than Music. It's so important to be able to, like, yeah, we've had some big artists, but be able to showcase, showcase yeah. these up-and-coming artists that are really grinding and do it well and like that's what we're all about and i'm glad that we're starting to really make some ripples in that pond that is australian music you guys just genuinely are being so genuine when you say that you love pushing the smaller artists and like the reactions that you get from them is what keeps you going and and that's what we're all about you know i love supporting these artists and you know you always come through with some great artists that are up and comers but also really they 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 seem like they're already established and, and massive and this is really cool that we get to to, to showcase someone like this Corge. 100 percent and it's he it's it starts with knowing who you are not only as an artist but as a person and with someone like Corge and a lot of artists like him great music is just the beginning of these people like he has so much more to offer on a personal level and it's so important to be able to hear their story. I feel like I know you so well just from listening to your song on repeat and it's um, just a vibe and a half. Thank you. I'm hoping it's stuck in your head by this point. Like <laughs> uh, within the first, I think the first week of release, all my mates, like after a day or two, someone would start singing it and they'll be like, bruh. I just got it out of my head, man. You got it stuck in my head. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> well, how, how, how did it come about? Like, how did your creativity, how did that all come about? Oh, uh, well, I've been playing guitar. Originally, I am a guitarist and I've been playing for like 12, I'd say around 12 years. And I was just someone, I never really played with anyone. I just had myself and a looper, a looping pedal. And I would just make songs, like play the chord to them, loop them and then solo over them. And then at school, like to get the ladies, would play the best, like the most popular songs at the time. I'd just learn a whole bunch of songs and like different array of um, genres and everything. And the more I learned, the more I picked up, the better I got. And then I just started implementing. Um, I just started soloing and implementing my own sound and what I liked to it. Um, and yeah, that all started at school. I was in the. I played a part in the choir. I did some stuff. Yeah, in like bands and stuff. I played in front of the school. And then in university, I guess I met I met two videographers who were also models, who then also started a um, a talent agency, who I then got in contact with them. They became their own record label. And then through that, I found a producer and it just all snowballed from there. It sounds like you were the you were the guy at every party that would have the acoustic guitar in the corner and be like, oh wait. Did you, did you want me to play yeah. this song for you? <laughs> well, I don't know how to play this. All right, this one's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Dude, but I like the idea. Like, I mean, it's everything. I, I, mm. We always talk about how, how collaborative uh, anything creative is and how mm. important it is to, to meet people and network with people. It sounds like it all just was so organic 
to start with and now you've got a nice team of people around you yeah it was so so organic like school personally for me like i wasn't the best student at all um i, I was very musically driven and i didn't even want to go to university in the first place but mum pushed me and i'm so so thankful for that because if i didn't go i wouldn't have met the um the person that i did and i wouldn't have been i wouldn't be in the position i would i am in today for sure definitely all networking the best thing I got from uni was the contacts I got. The person who's doing my music video now is someone I met in one of my entrepreneur units at uni as well. See, that's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, like, and that's, yeah. And that's crazy to think that because a lot of musicians and uh, creative minds just, yeah, they just sort of fall, like just follow their, um, you know, passion of music, but they don't do, do the uni side of things. And you've definitely got both sides. I, I, even just speaking to you now, I feel like, you know, even if you didn't do music, you seem you know, intelligent enough to move forward to do anything really cool and uh, exciting. So, and this is cool that you're really uh, pushing your music and I, and I really respect that because I listening to your track, I, I even mentioned to Tony B earlier, um, like someone like Masked Wolf, um, mm. who I knew uh, pre um, so much success, um, is someone that like yourself. And um, it's, it's exciting to see that, you know, you know, who, who can, tell what happens next with your stuff and i feel like us supporting you and you know your music actually showing its great sound can actually become something huge especially with you know social media now and your support um behind you and backing you so something like tiktok is that something that you could use to help your music as well is that something that you have been using um or tiktok at the moment no i haven't used personally yet i'm waiting i am waiting for content um, to put out and just TikTok is just a whole different beast. Yeah. I usually, I'm just on there. I've actually learned so, so much from TikTok, like music books, the tips and marketing, everything. The amount of stuff I've learned on TikTok is incredible. I just, yeah, I just learned about yeah. melting cheese on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, the rest of it is just well, dumb videos. are just so good. There is so many different ways to, do anything right now, but in particular, get your music out there. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Did you have you found it a struggle to try and work out what avenue to take to get your music out there? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, this is a massive learning um, learning curve in my career because um, obviously, "Lost in My Mind" is my first song. I haven't done any of this before, and when you first before you first put it out, you're like, "Yeah, this is going to be easy. Music sounds good. The quality is great. It's on the competitive level of." all the like the biggest artists and, and stuff in the world. But then once you start like marketing and pitching it to people, you realize like the competition pool is huge. Trying to get into the ears of the right people, trying to get it placed on in the right places and give it the uh, amount of exposure that you feel it deserves. It's just, yeah, it's just so, so hard. Yeah, dude, it's that, like, you know, we're talking about networking. It's that networking has helped you create the track and, and the music you're, you're creating now and the, the, the visuals behind it. And I've got to say the um, cover art on the track is awesome. Um, who made yeah. that? Uh, a family friend of mine. Yeah, sweet. It, it's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah, because I was, I told him I do want to go for that, yeah, that like really edgy look, a different vibe and dynamic. And you'll be able to see, if you go on my Instagram, you'll be able to see the, the album logo as well. He made it as well. It's it's just so, so nice. But yeah, having that close pool of um, someone that I can go to. I tried initially, 
I tried to get a guy over in Netherlands, the Netherlands, to make it, and it just didn't work. Trying to converse with him over over the internet is just impossible. <laughs> Luckily, I found him once again. Just happened to know him as a family friend, and it's just been so beneficial. I'll, I'll probably work with him for the rest of my cover arts. That's sure. So, that's awesome. That's so, awesome. So Mood is the album. Um, and so what was the story behind Mood? Is it like, you know, something, uh, a life story? Um, or yeah, just- well, it's, it's the timeline of my relationship. So it's a concept album. So this yeah, this album, uh, this is what I, I took all my time with. Like I, re- I really wanted to make it different. I wanted to make it the highest of qualities. I wanted to make it stand out and really like be impactful opposed to just putting out singles and single after single after single so this album is yeah a concept it's lost in my mind is the first song in the album actually where i'm like a single person and then it goes and progresses as me finding a girl falling in love being in love and then falling out of love and the last song you take a guess on what that would be the breakup oh no it's all over (laughs) (laughs) all over See, I like that idea. I love that idea. That whole, it's, we went through that single phase of where everyone would just put out a single, put out, it's all about streams and all about, but I really miss that whole idea of having an album be a journey from start to finish. And I Mm. really love that you've done that. Yeah. And and saying that every song in the album is different. Like this song um, is obviously upbeat, it's arrogant, it's cocky. But that's because yeah, you're single, and that's just um, that's just what I want to show. Once you're falling in love, it's just like I've got piano ballads, I've got big strings, big sounds, like completely different. Which really, um, as as a businessman as well, I really want to engage the audience and keep them entertained throughout the whole album, and have a different different piece for for everyone. And this is going to be a good vibe. I, I can't wait to see it come out and um and actually support this so we can we can play it <laughs> in yeah. the studio over yeah. and over again um yeah that's that's cool so what so what what are you like I, I'm, I'm just i'm trying to pick you I, I i'm you know what are you really like what's the real side of of corge like you know if i'm out and about i see you in the in the in the club or the pub um what what are you are what's you, your vibe are you <laughs> You, you're, you, said, you said the word arrogant before. And I feel like you're not an arrogant type. You're very, you know. No. I, I don't know. What's the word? DTE, down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, yeah, just me by nature, I'm very, very friendly. I Like in school, I was just friends with everyone. I was that dude who could go from group to group to group. Like I can make, give me 20 minutes with a in water bottle. I'll make friends with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's just like the kindness and the level of respect you show to someone. I feel like the more you open up to someone, like the more they give back and the more you get in return. So I'm yeah, I'm one of those people that will speak to anyone, be courteous to everyone. Are you re- really you're in a relationship at the moment? No, not at the moment. Oh yeah, because we're setting up your Tinder account now. That's why we're just getting some information. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> set the levels set the levels to forty and above. <laughs> So Tony B was trying to um, rate himself this morning from one to ten, and he, I wasn't sure what number I was, he was he was trying to pick. You're throw me. What, what are you What are you going to give me? I don't know. The green hair was probably about a seven. Hey, lockdown's really fucking with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
watching Batman or the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) Came in in and was wiping yogurt all over his face. It was just like, what are you doing, man? (laughs) Put your mum's lipstick back. (laughs) (laughs) How have you found this new phase of, like, you've you've put your, your body of work together who knows when yeah. it's going to be out? We've got to work this out. But once um, you've put the body of work together, now you're working in new networks of trying to get the music out there. And um, and no doubt you're working with people trying to get like chat to blogs and people writing or interviews like this. Like, how have you found that networking phase? Um, well, yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, being in Perth, so isolated over here, and you really have to heavily rely on the internet aspect of things. Um, like as much, I'm going to, I have to start getting to like the gigs, going to live gigs and stuff. Cause that's the best way to network. Mm. And me being the person I am, like, again, that face-to-face interaction is, is just so much easier for me. I feel like when I'm, when I'm trying to type or trying to say something over text, I just completely fuck it up. I'm so, so bad with that. Trying to communicate over text is just a different language to me. It's so hard, but in this terms, I mean, my manager, Justin, he's, he's already in the radio industry. He's already got years of contacts and networks. And, you know, I'm just really appreciative of him because he's helped me so much, especially like linking this up with you guys. And it's just these little things that he knows you'll connect and now we get to meet. So now, now there's a little relationship built there. And then whoever sees the podcast, it's just, just all snowballing again. And it's just really is trying to figure out how to how to type up like a sentence or two sentences that, that really captivates someone in listening because especially in the music industry like people are getting sent there are hundreds of thousands of mm. songs and messages being like hey bro let me like put me on put me on so trying to break through that as well is yeah it's just difficult and it's just like a business you have to be innovative with it you have to stand out and that's the way I've been seeing this whole whole journey. It's like put me aside as less of an, not less of an artist, but put my artistry aside of things and focus more on the business side of things because I am evidently selling a product. Well, see, that, the reason why I asked was exactly what you said there was you're pulling, you're pulling out of that phase. Like now it's, it's not about the creativity. It is like to an element, but it's not about the creativity. It's getting that guy's, you need to you need to talk to me or you need to inter- you mm. need to play my music because I will do things for you like what this is what I can offer you as Corge as a brand mm. exactly I love chatting to people like mm. this and chatting to people like yourself that are in this phase cuz this is where it's that if you can't work out this zone now it's it's not going to take it to that next step and it sounds like you're doing the right things man yeah definitely well people get lost in that for sure and but yeah I plan this out strategically as bad as it uh, like as as bad as it is for me to say, COVID was probably like the lockdown was probably the best thing that happened to me. I got six months where I got I wrote the whole album. I finished writing and putting piecing together the whole album in that six months period, and I was just working 12, 15 hour days just in, in this room um, because I had nowhere to go. There was no distractions, no nothing. As soon as I finished that, went straight into recording. Finished that in December, and then as soon as that was done. It was all business. I, I pushed aside the um, artistry side of things and it is just all business now because I'm a brand. I'm, yeah, I'm a product. That's but are you enjoying that phase of it? Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's definitely fun. Now, say, putting out the 
putting out the music, seeing the engagement, and it's just getting the little wins. The little wins now, I'm celebrating getting an email back. I'm celebrating someone saying, yo, like, this is, this is sick, or just even someone sharing it or anything. Any type of engagement that I receive due to my efforts of putting in is a big win. And it's the little, the little things, the little wins are just so good. Well, yeah, don't especially right. in this time, the um, gratitude uh, is just, yeah, it takes you so, so far. Yeah, definitely don't stop, man. Because I, as I said, um, and this is honest, like when, when I heard about the interview, I, I looked you up and I didn't actually, I didn't know what to expect. I was kind of like, oh, another, another artist. And then I was just like, this is actually really cool. I even said a fair few times, this is, this is amazing. Like we could actually see you becoming something so surreally famous that we'd be like, oh shit, we actually did this first. <laughs> we, we, got, yeah. we got him. This is great. And but don't, don't underestimate, underestimate Perth and stuff, man. Like I've seen people come from country towns, middle of nowhere, and, and mm. they've done really good things. I, what, Troy Savant's from Perth as well, isn't he? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. you've got a great, connect, uh, great, a great network behind you. And yeah, just small steps uh, a great steps as well. So you've done a great job here and, um, I'm excited and I love your marketing on socials as well. It's, it's really, it's really cool vibes. So, you know, Thank you. shout Thank out. You. Yeah. And it's, it's guys like you that really helped me so, so much. Um, like I, I heard in one of your podcasts, I can't remember which one, but you guys just genuinely or being so genuine when you say that you love pushing the smaller artists and like the reactions that you get from them is what keeps you going. And, I mean, the stuff that you guys do for us is, yeah, it's just so, so good for our careers, for everything. And hopefully I am that person that you could be like, but we did, a, we did an interview <laughs> bro, before we blew up. Bro, that would even make, bro, make we're, me. We're, we're breaking the big industries to fucking like take everything <laughs> small. But like, fuck these big artists, man. We need the small guys to like come through. Yeah, huh? big artists. He's got talent. No, yeah, we are. We should be there. No, but that's and that's like I feel feel where you're coming from. Like we, we talked about this just the other day in terms of like what we're trying to do. Like uh, we look at radio personalities and look look at other people that are running podcasts and whatnot, and you kind of go, yeah, well, that, that's really cool, and would love to be doing that at some point. But mm. we were celebrating those little wins, turning around and going, "Oh man, we got that the first thousandth stream on the podcast. Like that's <laughs> fucking awesome!" And <laughs> now we're looking at it and doing like stuff like this. Like yeah. speaking of, I love seeing now. I've been watching a lot of interviews with um with the kid Leroy and um and whatnot, and going, "Man, there's Australian artists out there like Iggy Azalea from." But fuck nowhere. Yeah. Kid Leroy, like making it big, doing songs with Justin Bieber and then having chats with yourself. Like, I want to be able to turn around six months from now, a year from now. No, when no, all these you stuff, will be. Yeah, but like, <laughs> we will. But like, Man of that shit, boy. Dude, and then just going like, man, like, remember when we had that interview with Corge? Fuck, he's like selling out tours all around the world right now like yeah. that's uh, th that's what i love and being able to have this conversation with you and go well what's your creative process what let's get people understanding who you are as well through this phase let's understand your actual creative process and where it all is where your mindset's at yeah um i think it's so important mm. so so important yeah and even like mask wolf he was yeah he was doing like not small numbers i think it was on a million streams of this song astronaut in the ocean now it's got like 300, 400 mil plus. Bro. Even now. Yeah, he used to be Dude. fucking, he used to be hanging out in the fucking DJ box with me. What do you mean? He was like 
like love and life, little rapper on the side. And it doesn't matter, yeah. man. As I said, you, you could be sitting here now. It could be something small that just, you know, takes off and you, and you're good to go. And, and look, when a time comes, keep it humble, keep it simple and, um, keep that creative mind, you know, kicking. Cause you, you've obviously got it and you know, the business side of things, you know how it all works. So you've got it mm-hmm. all, you got the full package. I think, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, that's another thing. It was, I've got these singles already, um, locked in. So there's no time, there's no waiting. It's, I've got to do, I've got to push the marketing side of things for all the singles. But there's going to be consistency, consistency, consistency for the next, for the next year until the album drops. Pulling out of this whole this businessy side at the moment, what sort of music does Corge listen to? Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big sucker for like a good vocal. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I listen to anything with like a good vocal. But I've, I don't know, I've just been exposed to so many, so many different types of music. Like I just got back into my pop punk, pop punk. Huh. Listen to a whole bu- whole bunch of Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. Oh, look yeah, I love that. Like that. I was like, so what even happened to these people? I swear they all just died, died off. It's so funny you said that. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just now, oh, but yeah. like I did it last week. It's like having your people never heard of. <laughs> I've so never headbanged so hard in my car. Yeah, they're the like, best. <laughs> it's like team American it's team like, pop songs are the fucking best. Um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. You're like Kid Leroy and then yeah, you're rapping stuff and I'm loving because I'm R and B as well. So I'm love love a good R and B song. Anything that catches my eye with a good melody, a good vocal, yeah, just I, I'll listen. I can listen to anything, honestly. Dude, and that's see it's it's interesting you said that because I turn around and listening to your music, yeah, you can hear the R and B vibes for sure in the singing. Yeah. Yeah. But then once you speed up the vocal, you're kinda like, ooh. Oh, he's got like that, Don't that real fine. like yeah. hip hop yeah. chewed in yeah, there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a bit of a flow going. I'm like, shit, hold on. <laughs> it's so this. It's an interesting like. I keep on saying this word, but cross pollination of genres in there with your music. I'm like, it's really yeah, it's a six six sound. Oh yeah, and that's definitely implemented in the whole album as well. Like it's a, uh, it's difficult for me to put my music into like a specific genre because of all my influences they've all kind of just merged together and being a, a different type of like, obviously being wanting to be like a different product where I can implement all these different sounds and reach these different type of like target audiences. It's all come together and it's, yeah, that's that big mold of, of music whilst maintaining like the R&B, R&B sound to it. But yeah, especially with Lost In My Mind, it's got the R&B, it's got the, the hip hop cadence and it's got like the pop. The pop hook. It's a stir fry of uh, of a whole bunch of genres. Chuck it all together and it's a flavor that everyone's <laughs> really excited about. <laughs> Drizzle some honey soy and we've got that, baby. Honey <laughs> <laughs> salt, man. <laughs> Can't wait to get your album. Obviously, you're going to send it to us. And then we'll, um, we'll spend the next eight to 12 months trying to get you back on the show because uh, you've hit fame in the US and we can't get in contact <laughs> with your manager. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're like, hey, Corge, it's Zan and Tony B. Like, who? <laughs> I'm doing sway in the morning, man. Leave me alone. What? Honestly, <laughs> 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 uh, but even saying this, I'm one of those people that I love giving back. So even this, you guys like putting this effort into doing it with me, like I'm a 
return the favor 10 times over. That's just the type of person I've tried to be in. The person you have to be in this industry at this time anyway. Yeah. The little favors you can get, like my my listening party that I did for the album, I got I got it done in one of the biggest um, clubs in Perth. I had it rented out and it was just on a favor basis because I knew the guy who ran it, ran it and he got it all done. You'll be able to see it on my Instagram when you go on there. Saw that. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. To be able to, that was all organized through favors, man. That was all favors. Hell yeah. All favors because someone had a little bit of, like, I, I already sent him the album. He loved it and he had a little bit of, um, he, he could just see the, see what I could do, a little bit of faith, and he just ran with it. And the fact that I got to do that in that setting at that level of, um, yeah, at that level was crazy. For my career, for everything, it was crazy. And that I'm paying 10 times over. No doubt. But like, I don't think it, calling it a favor is, is the right thing. I think it's just you've created really great friendships throughout this mm. and building that network. Like, mm -hmm. you can look at it as I'll do this for you and you do that for me. It's like, no, well, you've just, you, because of the person you are, mm. it's, you've created this friendship to be able to allow you these yeah. avenues and, and things like that. It's a really, it's a, it's a testament to your personality and the way you go about things. Yeah. I think that's really important. It's a great mindset to have at the moment, man. Definitely. And it's frustrating for me because it's like, I can't give anything back. And that like at this time, at this time, I can't give anything back. And that like pains me. So yeah, I'm just so appreciative and I'm just forever in debt for my friends. And Cheers to the future of Cord. Hell yeah. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to see where this all goes, man. Yeah, nice. neither can I. Well, there we go, Cord. Cord, the WA-based singer-songwriter and just amazing person. This is what I like about Cord is that, you know, not only is he a talented artist, that he also has the background of, you know, going to university and becoming... Um, a little bit more educated in, you know, other aspects of his life and now, um, you know, making his business, which he, he'd like to call it, um, and brand um, into something so established, you know, whether he, you know, does this internationally or just in Australia or just, just makes, makes his mark, he's really done a good job at it, uh, you know, proved through his music. For sure. And it's so important to celebrate those little wins, like he was saying, especially now at that point of establishing yourself. And let's be real, the whole creating music, you can create an awesome sound, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's a brand. And you need to treat it at that point. Once you've got your selection of songs and you've got your album and all that, you need to start treating it as a business because otherwise the love's there for sure. And you can create music that you just want to listen to and your family can listen to for mm. sure. And that's totally fine. But if you want to really hit it, and really get your music out there, it's a business at that point. And yeah. I think he's got the right mindset. Well, you know who else has their mindset in those little wins is our dear friend, Cheryl Lee Coleman. I heard people singing it back to me for the first time on the weekend. So we were singing it to each other. And that was an unreal feeling, I have to say. You know, someone actually was requesting it in the club and we played it and everyone was singing the song. It was just amazing. Yeah, Shirley, Shirley Coleman. She's still at that humble stage and I don't think she'll ever lose it. And she's got some awesome music coming out, like cracking Aria club charts and all mm. that sort of stuff. And 
Man, I can't wait to see where her career goes. Well, she's a big fish in a small pond of Newcastle in Australia. So, you know, she's she's trying to break her way out of there. And I think she's doing a good job. You know, she's she spoke about, you know, having residencies internationally and stuff. So, look, she we want to, want to watch, I think. So I look forward to showcasing Shirley Coleman on our next episode of More Than Music. Music.